I hope you like occultist circus sideshows with artistic, whimsical gypsies. Because my name is Gabe Wells, and this is the Saturated Life Podcast. Episode number one, The Mad Tatters, Ellie Rosanova and Brandon Stiles. circus ideas and doing art and ideas and a lot of things and we kind of mixed in those ideas and started going with it (laughs) and and it turned into all of those things we do a circus show now and uh we do artwork and survive off of it and uh, life is good so you were you were neighbors and you just found out that you both liked this whole vaudeville kind of uh history and just got got talking and then you're like i'm gonna why don't we create a vaudeville act what's the chances of this her coming from Bulgaria, moving to Denver, of all places, into this weird little apartment that I lived in. I mean, this was like the place for depressed artists and poets. Is that That's what we all were at this place. And for us to have met at this time was very, something more than just a coincidence, I think, you know? Maybe like some type of destiny or something, I don't know. Sometimes I wonder like you're saying uh, yeah because what's the chances yeah it's all it's very weird sometimes so i appreciate that but we both felt we both uh had similar ideas as far as circus and artwork and i mean it kind of started as like a primordial ooze you know this beginning slurring of ideas and things and then it kind of evolved over time to what it is now of of doing art festivals showing artwork um and and lots of in in many galleries as we can um traveling around and showing our art and hoping to inspire people and cause a little chaos along the way so <laughs> you're married as well right yeah, yeah. so what, what came first marriage way. or mad tatters mad tatters mad which tatters, is the most yeah. which is more than marriage i mean yeah. you're super ma- dedicated to work a business with somebody else yeah married on the way <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> so if any so if anybody wants to see your work you just go to madtatters.com right yep. so you can get an idea of what the two of you look like, what Cirque Voltaire yep. looks like. Yes, what was your wedding like? Those your... very natural born killers. Natural born killers just they we just ran, ran away out. and there was nobody else. It was just them two standing on a bridge and well, I love you and you love me and pretty much that's it. And we had a state to tell us that we're married, so kind of in a way we were I don't know, I guess rebels in that I don't know. We will do it more officially. Uh-huh. Um, later on, when we have some money, <laughs> we're still very yeah, very still expensive, very very yes. low on the the socioeconomic scale. So I think there's like three major ripoffs in life, and one of them is weddings. You know, yeah, weddings, and then there's divorces. People. Both possibly <laughs> you have both people. those coupled together, and then you have funerals at the end of it. All three of them rip you off completely. Oh, totally. How, here's what they said how can we make money off of people's lives we can take money for marriage, we can take money for divorce and we can take money when they die no i think in the end it's kind of like our artwork and kind of what we've done is we're gonna do it our way i guess to the best of our abilities and you kind of have to put everything on the line and you kind of just have to go for it and balls to the wall no regrets that's the only way to make it in this day and age 
the American dream is, has never been real. It's always been a myth. We have to, in our own way, invent our own myth and our own dream and become exactly who the fuck we want to be. And not everybody can. It's like, that's the reality of it. But those that want to fight for it hard enough, that's what they're going to do. And that's what Ellie and I have done is we know what we want to do. We know how we want to do it. It's going to take a lot of time to get there, but we're going to work our asses off because when I die, I want to know that I did something and Ellie as well and not just fucking gave into life. Like, I'm going to control this life because this is probably the only life I have. feels the same. So that's how we've, like, made this happen and bonded together. So so you guys are doing some art festivals. So what's how long have you been doing that? Um, this will be our almost third year of doing art festivals. And we've kind of just started with a few festivals in one year and then kind of moved did a little more last year and then this year we'll have several more to do i don't know i guess it's a a good way to be able to make some money off of your artwork to actually be able to sell and meet a lot of fans and somehow make somewhat of a living off of it so and as travel and get lots of traveling, traveling. Yeah. That's kind of cool. we get to go to places like houston texas or dallas or California every now and then or just anywhere it doesn't matter where Kansas City was awesome as well um, we get to go to these places experience new culture new people new food and it's get to sell our artwork it's, it's awesome leave Denver that helps you sometimes your your artwork is very different I think from a lot of artwork that you'd normally see in an art festival so I imagine a lot of people are happy to see you. I would say there's never a middle with that. It's either you really like some us or you really hate us. Or some people are thankful that we're there. One piece that he made with this um, saint, he calls him, but he kind of looks like the guy. It's called the Dark Knight of the, the Soul. Knight. Skinny, intense guy that is in um, prayer pose and. This lady, this uh, she was in her 70s. She loved that piece so much. She cried and just came back like 510. She'd buy it. Uh, it was awesome. Like the lady came and asked me. She said, "So, uh, I don't even know how she said it. Do you have faith or something?" And I said, "Well, I mean, I was raised in like a religious family, but I'm more so kind of an agnostic. You know, is that I'm just I don't have to have a definite answer." And this lady said, "Well, I believe." this and this prayer that that you've painted is pretty powerful and I want to buy it and this is a, one of my more expensive pieces and I usually think people like this you know are just kind of joking and she wasn't she was like no I seriously want to buy it like and when I I don't know looked at their eye in her eyes she had like kind of tears coming down she's like this is a really powerful piece I'm gonna put it in my prayer room and every time I look at it you know I'm just gonna think of you and think of a good prayer. I'm like, well, sweet, you know. When your thoughts actually move somebody's thoughts, it's a kind of a special connection. Yeah, it was very special because I had that piece done for close to a year and nobody had bought it and there were a lot of people that were interested in it, but I'm glad that this one particular lady did buy it because I like my artwork to go to a good home and I knew that she would protect it and like cherish it and really love it. And that's what's important, you know, is that she connected with it in that way and that to me like that's why I make art really because it's fucking awesome to inspire other people in some way even if it's not in a way that they're gonna go and being creative just in a way that they're like I really connect to this man damn 
Thank you. This is what makes art so important, is yeah, that it is soul, you know, and putting soul into the world. And in a day of, of materialism and consumerism and kind of this capitalist bullshit we live in, it's good to still have artwork to make people aware of things and feel alive and not this bullshit TV reality that most of people live in, you know? There it seems to be a flourishing of great artists all over the place. Oh, totally. And I don't know if it's just like the internet bringing awareness to these people or about these people, but it seems like everywhere kind you... Kind of a mix of all... Yeah, it's everything that's different. doing it. We're in a renaissance again. I think I would, so too. Yeah, and technology is leading that. Technology, yes. Mm -hmm. It's an awesome time to be alive for yeah, art, and music. Yeah. yeah, I think we're living in the greatest period. I mean, we had excellent so masters yeah. Yeah. that have been before us and done amazing, amazing works. And we all celebrate and respect them. But I think what we have now is imagination, like unbound imagination. Is Nobody is being dictated by what they have to create by anybody. We can create whatever the fuck like we want. Like they did in the old days. Yeah, like everybody in the True. old days was being... Working you, for the church. You were yeah. working for the church, though. usually, you know know divinely inspired or whatever portrait. it was somebody's rich portrait and if you weren't a court painter you weren't a, you were a nobody pretty much you know and but there was a lot of artists we just didn't hear of them and still don't because they were the underground they weren't court painters they weren't royalty nothing they were peasants that were doing work you know but now thanks to the internet we have free marketing and an easy way to exploit our artwork to millions and possibly billions of people. So yeah, I, I don't I don't know where it goes from here, but we've like peaked at something amazing. And I hope I don't know if it's a peak or if we're still you know climbing. But where the fuck does it go from here? Back to the Cirque Voltaire. All right. So how often do you put these shows on? We've done it twice a year before. There was what was the one guy that was juggling swords that's, that's over one Tovio. woman? Tovio, who did the eyebrow breakdancing? That Tovio. guy. Tovio, incredible. He's amazing. Eyebrow breakdancing with a freaking <laughs> loincloth <laughs> over your balls. That yeah, yeah, the loincloth. <laughs> yeah, out of no. a fox tail. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the yeah. fox was like um, biting its tail right there. Yeah. Which was pretty intense. That's pretty That girl that was laying down while he was juggling the swords? Yeah. Who, was that just some volunteer? Yeah. He's definitely professional, yeah. So he's not like, okay, so he's... He it look more dangerous. Really? Too, you know? He did yeah. drop one of the swords. And I, was yeah. really <laughs> I think he did it on purpose because, <laughs> really? I mean, not only can he juggle, he, he can also good. juggle and play xylophone. Also yes. juggle, cut fruit, and eat it at the same time. Yes. Yeah, okay. He's pretty, I would say. He is very talented. He is very talented. Yeah. I can think of him. I was like, I've never seen this guy before, and I don't think I'd let him juggle over me without yeah. knowing anything about him. I want to know something. I want to know something about somebody that's juggling over me with swords. Sure. I think you know this. He's fucking mad enough to ask somebody to come up there so mm -hmm. he can juggle over them. He must and be good. Yeah. <laughs> or just mad enough. Or just mad enough. Yeah. Or just, <laughs> so where do you find, where, where do you find, you have like odd, Craigslist ads or something like, hey, Everybody's what weird shit do you do? Friends we meet, done Craigslist I think ads, we did but... do, yeah, for the first circus but to... we started. But then once you get to know some people, you kind they of know get people to know and... a lot more yeah. really cool weird characters here. Denver. That's really what I love has about Denver. Lot of cool Lots of weird characters. characters. Just weird people here. It's, you know, Austin has a saying: keep Denver or keep Austin odd or weird. I mean, weird. I want to have it saying: keep Denver odd. <laughs> Denver is, is. I don't know. It's a lot of just, and weirdo in the best way of weirdo, she's weirdo, we're all weirdos in some way, you know, funny ass characters that you're like, god damn, only in Denver. Creative you know, lives, yeah. right? dedicated Very to creative. what they do, so cool. You have music too, some bands, what's the, uh... That's one of the biggest ones, uh, Champagne Charlotte. Yes. They're, yes. they're 
We just had him play Dude, one of our circuses and Tom Waitsy, Dirty Bluesy. A bunch of characters, they're awesome. You guys just do artwork for a living. So what's your routine? Yeah, teaches as well. Online. I teach theater. Theater studies. Oh really? You're into theater as well. That makes sense then. I was gonna say, and you're from Bulgaria, Russia, you said, right? So did you go to college in Bulgaria or then come over here? I or how that went there, I went, I moved about a lot. I raised my kids everywhere. So I a lot of time doing just traveling and doing not much important you know, other than experiencing life or what it was in raising my kids. Um, I just um, finished a couple of years ago. And uh, and yeah, and now I'm teaching, which is awesome. And then doing the art thing, and that's all. So what's your routine? Like, how many how many hours a day do you think you put into creating artwork? As little as possible. As little as possible. <laughs> <laughs> would certainly like that. So what's your, I already know, how much of your workaholics, you're not workaholics at all. You know, some days Most are... people say we work 17 hours. Yeah, you'll get, some, you'll get some artists <laughs> that are just like that, really blown it out of proportion. Yeah, they're like, I work every day for 17 hours a day because I'm that great of an artist. And you know what? Some days... I work for 12 hours. Some days, I work for one hour. Some days, <laughs> I just say, fuck work. I don't know what's wrong with me, and it's not happening. And other days, I can go on all fucking day yeah. and all night just hyped up, but crazed out. But a lot of days we do boring stuff like having to pay taxes all over yeah, uh, the country all... with our business. Because wherever oh, yeah. we stop, we have to pay taxes in five Yeah, see, there's the now. whole business side to art that a lot of people don't understand. Is they think, oh, you're an artist. So that means you get to stay home and just make artwork and have fun all day. No, not really. There is that. Yes, we do get that. But there's a huge side of the business of where you have to, for us, we have to travel a lot. And that means I have a ton of taxes to pay. Where most people have just their one tax to pay, I have taxes from every state I go to quarterly. That means four times a year I have to pay six other states taxes. So it's a lot of, and that's just the basics. I haven't even gotten, we haven't gotten out as far as we want to go. So I have to do that. We have to do a lot of web and, and emailing and all of that, Facebooking, social media stuff. Wasting your time podcasting. Talking, drinking. Podcasting's fun. Podcasting's fun. Denver's a great place to be a springboard from. You can become a big name here, or essentially. I mean, maybe. Semi. Semi-name, I mean, not big, but you can become known here. And then and if you want to springboard from here, it's a great, it's it's an awesome place to do it. You and know? lots of um, so. people seem to be doing it lately, too. A lot of yeah, the lots artists people are jumping are out from places. Denver. And Denver's a great place, too, because we just... Legalize Amendment 64. <laughs> right, whether you yeah. enjoy or participate in smoking or not, anybody can see that it should be legal. It's just, it should be. Nobody does it's anything like really bad or dangerous. Alcohol or, or weed. Is, like, even like weed wins drinking. over. I know. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So, um, yeah, I don't think it matters. or not. It's not affecting you in any way, you know? It's one of those things, like, if, if you think pot's going to affect society, look at society right now. Everybody that wants to smoke yeah. pot is smoking pot right now. <laughs> because it's not hard to get. Like, dude. dude, your children are getting weed if they want. Yeah, it. High school is the easiest place ever to get weed. Yeah, totally. I feel... I feel like I, I'm 35 now, and yeah. it sucks trying to get weed now. If you don't have a car, <laughs> if you're in college and high school, that's just easy. You feel like I have five different dealers I can call at any time of night. Yeah, not <laughs> most yeah. of them don't leave their apartment because that's all they do is smoke weed. It's so weed. Totally. That's it. They're just there all the <laughs> <Yeah>. time. <laughs> yeah, that's totally how it goes.
That makes sense. Denver's cool. Yeah, and there's dispensaries. Every, that was one of the things that if you don't live in like a place like L.A. or Denver, you don't understand what it's like to come in and see green crosses everywhere. <laughs> yeah. When I moved here, I was blown away. I was blown away. I was like, this cannot be real. I saw people out there with signs, like the signs of quarter signs that they flip around for weed. Like, Eight, this way. I'm coming from Florida where like you're just, you grab a quarter of nasty weed and fucking trying to run out of some place because you don't want to get mugged by yeah. the weird people that are looking at you coming out of weird dealers. So you got to go to the fucking shady We're places. We're going there right now and we cannot go with pot because we cannot really... I mean... Why? We're looking forward to not having pot for three weeks because if they catch you, it's not good. Especially in a place like that. That's why we like to stay here. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, honestly, weed's everywhere in Florida. Yeah. I think I'm not going that. without a little sack. <laughs> You're fucking crazy. <laughs> So when we're down in San Antonio, Texas, okay, we go from Houston, we, we decide to... Scare, you see, one yeah. we, we just, but we we're not going to be anywhere near the we border, so you're all right. We Texas to California for one I was telling the story. <laughs> I was driving, so I tell it. Right? <laughs> go ahead. We, we decide to stop at San Antonio, Texas, out of Houston, on our way to California, on Highway 10. We were like, wow, we get really close to the Mexican border there. That's pretty cool. Maybe they'll see it, you know? And we're driving through, and I pass on the other side of me... A checkpoint station that as I'm driving through it has literally like a hundred cameras focused on all sides of the street it is incredibly scary wow. with you see all these people on the other side of the road like having to stop their cars and there's dogs and they're being searched and I'm like holy fuck man what is this we had only been driving for maybe four hours we get off there and go stay at a hotel because I need to see what the fuck is going on yeah and I'm researching like and find on some website some like I don't know anonymous website of all the checkpoints between San Antonio, Texas, and California, at Los Angeles, where we're going on Highway 10, and there's like you're 10 not even more. Leaving the uh, you're not even leaving the, country, the United yeah. States. You're getting close to the border. Maybe the as closest as you get you is like 20 miles. miles off the Mexican yeah. border, there are checkpoints they have all checkpoints, over. Even like and 70 miles into the U.S. Yeah, so I'm a little scared because, yeah, I definitely have a little bit with me, and <laughs> definitely not anything substantial, likely, and it doesn't matter. There and so I check into this hotel and I research all this shit and we make a plan. The next day we're gonna go two hour, uh, two hundred miles actually out of our way to drive up north to catch I forty to take us over because that'll be a safer route. So we are heading out and we're getting ready to turn off onto our exit. And before we get to our exit, there's a fucking checkpoint on our side and. Man, my heart just kind of was like, Ugh. We get there, there's a, two officers, this lady and a guy with a dog. And we pull up, stop the car, and they're asking us these questions. And of course you feel uncomfortable. And they're like, so are you carrying any illegals with you? <laughs> and I'm like, should I say, yeah, there's a bunch in the back, yeah, you know? Exactly. Like, you want to joke or they're going to be like, no, we're just artists. We're leaving from Houston, Texas and going to California. Jaws. The dude goes around with the dog and the dog is sniffing the car and I had taken the little bit that I had and I put it in the middle of one of our boxes, like in the middle of the car, you know, just a tiny amount. And the dog comes around to the side of the car where it's closest to and he like almost starts headbutting the car yeah, like, dude, like pointing his head like in the car like, oh, no. and the guy's like, he's like pulling him and I see the guy on the side, I'm on the right side of the rear view mirror, I'm like, fucking and the guy comes back around and he goes, are there any uh, prescription drugs in the car? And I was like, no, nope, no prescription drugs. He's like, well, what about marijuana? I was like, 
Are you serious? And he, um, I'm like, nope. He's like, what was the last time marijuana was smoked in the car? And I was like, well, probably in Denver. We are from there. It is legal up there. And he's like, well, you know you're not in Denver anymore. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, you know, man, what we're looking for is the big stuff. I'm not, if you got small stuff, I'm not going to bust you, but we're looking for the big shit. I'm like, dude, to tell you the truth, man, I have a tiny little sack with me. Wow. And I was like, here. And I pulled, and I had, remember this guy in Dallas that I met on our way, on our adventure there, like gave me this tiny little sack of weed, like a little, tiny, like little nug. And I just pull out this little bag and I show the guy and this guy was so pissed off. He looks at me and he's like get the fuck out of here. And I'm like, well, here. And he's like, don't give me that shit. You need to drive down the road and you need to throw that shit out now. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> and I just go, step on the gas and haul the fuck out of there. And we get to our exit and I just split all the way up north and head to 40 as quick as I possibly fucking can. My heart is beating. Did you throw it out the window? No. Hell no. <laughs> hell no. I drove as fast as I could out of there, man. The thing is, is that when you come from a place where... Just smoke it really quick. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Just you know, when you come from a place where it's not like that, you know, it's not so bad, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You're not going to be like, dude, this is, this is not... Are narcotic. This is not meth. This is not any. This is marijuana. Yeah. It makes you happy, fun, munched out, and that's it. You know. Mm-hmm. Come on. Creative. Man. I mean, come Chill on. Out. I mean, that's exactly. A, that's the whole thing. I mean, how many artists smoke weed? Pretty much every yeah. artist. The borders around you. I yeah. can't do anything. You forget that part. Yeah. Really so it's it's funny to see somebody <laughs> that's still illegal. so crazy about you possessing any of that. And you know what? You're like, dude. You can own a weapon. Smoking to yourself, you're not harming anybody else. You, I, I mean, it's ridiculous. Like, especially marijuana. You're like, you mm-hmm. have alcohol that's legal. Marijuana is much safer in so many ways. I mean, they treat it almost in some ways like it's heroin or, or meth. Well, it's or something. labeled so, as that, right? I mean, it's the same classification. Yeah, it's the same classification. Yeah. So you're like, no sense at all. It really is just ignorance let's step running back things. From the reefer madness era. Yeah. I mean, we're, <laughs> we're in the new century now, you know? Let's let go of that shit and just see how it works. And we are. Mm -hmm. Exactly. (laughs) And there's so many good things to do in Denver High. I mean, that's the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) So how long do you live in in Russia for? It's like, how how different is Russia and Bulgaria culture from... Well, I was born and raised there. So I was born uh, during communist times. Ridiculously different. Everything was completely different. There was for a kid, life was much simpler. I don't know. I think so. We got a, um, we got free schooling to whatever you've done. We got free uh, medical care. Everything was kind of simplified, organized. Really sucks is right now. You know, we're artists and we uh, have um, no insurance. And that sucks more than having yes. some kind of shitty Yes, know, I totally care. agree. Because in many ways, it um, frees you having free uh, medical care. Like, medical care is one of the most important things a human being can have. Well, you just need to have your body work and be healthy for what you want to fucking do. It's not that complex, but yeah, I think America is crazy with that. Yeah. Was, there, was there posters of whatever president or whatever you had like leader was it like oh, big brother sure. like 1984 kind of shit very that's what it was based on yeah. yeah we not only had i mean they weren't even posters they were portraits 
like uh, framed and everything mm -hmm. in every school office mm -hmm. in every everywhere yeah every office anywhere you went had a big portrait of was it the same guy uh, like one guy or uh, multiple? Stalin like oh. Lenin okay. Marx Engels like all of the yeah it's yeah. Really funny too how they said there is no God yet they made these men into right no gods. exactly yeah it's pretty freaking awesome man. I mean just because my so mom when she was small like my mom was born in fifty five so she was small in the early I mean like not late fifties when she went to bed like she prayed to Stalin like she really was really. Like, I hope I've been a good girl to the. <laughs> was she to praying to Stalin? Oh, but everybody did. Oh, I like, didn't know that. Dear, like, dear leader, I, oh, I, I hope I've been good. We just have that that tendency to pray to shit. So you just pray to Stalin? Well, did they she, think that he, me, Stalin was listening? Well, Maybe she was little, yeah, and in some, some way, way she yeah. did. But what that what that speaks to me most of is that we all have a need yeah, to make something that fucking big, that much. Yeah larger than it's always there to yeah. believe in you know no matter if it's god or you're like dear leader <laughs> but you were there when communism fell or did you... yeah i was like 12. was that like a party it was like a fucking massive party or it what? was a party and it was us all going on the street and being just rebellious doing i don't know i was 12 so i was just going for the crazy you know as a 12 year old you have a limited understanding yeah. of course but i think I think you know how we're like formed as people by what happens when we're children. Mm -hmm. I totally think that that's why I don't like government. I don't like you I don't like authority. Experiment. Well, so it depends. No, okay. <laughs> what he means? See, what he means is that you love socialism, government. I I, I think a government's job is they collect their taxes from the rich is to spread the money to make sure everybody has Social healthcare, reason. like we said in the beginning. Mm. I think healthcare is a, should be a right. It, it should be a it fucking right. And it's the government's job. It's not the job of some uh, private you know, company. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Making money off of, like, no, cancer and they shit. Can't. No, they should not. It's they a, have the it, cure for these things, but they don't it should it be, Why? They they it should money? be an arm of the government. So as far as that, yes, government for sure. But... Whatever rules we can avoid following, we avoid following. Like I don't believe in I don't believe in doing anything that I have to do without being. I don't like I don't like being told Ellie to, hates to do. I hate authority. <laughs> so it's I so strong. I it's true. But like, it is very I strong have, in, in real issues. Yeah. It it messes with the person. That's why. That's. That's why I'm an artist and have no job. I cannot have authority over me. Did you have American TV in communist no. Russia? No. Oh, hell no. No. We were any Western music. There was no outside influence. You couldn't have long hair if you were a boy. Like you, wait, you couldn't have long hair? Like, what would they do to you? Beat they, the shit out no, of you. they wouldn't beat you. No, they wouldn't beat you. That's too extreme. But they would take you to a barber and they would have you. A cop would take you to the barber. Right, yes. So a cop would take like you to a barber. Brandon was in Russia and, at that and time. They would really nicely cut all your hair off. Do you, do you think your perception of America um, matched up with what your real life experience of America was before no. you were here? No. I was expecting home alone like all the way. Oh, yeah? <laughs> you know, Just people breaking your home all the time? What is it? House. <laughs> oh, no, constantly no. battling not, off not intruders. Not having to work. <laughs> you just have a giant house 
a uh, huge car that fits 17 people and you can travel to France on all that. Obviously, that's why it's more expensive. That's why it's cooler that you can afford it. That? Well, because you didn't come from Bulgaria and Russia, fool. Did you come here? <laughs> 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 that's a similar thing for me, too, is I grew up with a military dad and I felt the very same way as lots of authority over me and mm -hmm. so became a product of, of what was happening in my house you know like, mm -hmm. how strict is it to grow up in the military that... in some ways it is in some ways it isn't you know like but I mean you know for a good, good while many years I had to have my hair like cut the way they wanted it to be cut short and shaved and I mean, you know, when you go to church, you gotta dress nice. You can't wear your skateboard shoes or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's kind of like the Stalin of my life, you know. That's the way I see him. He's very. Is he supportive of the Mad Hatters? Um, yeah, yeah, he is. He is actually. You know, he. My dad was an artist too, like as a hobbyist though. Like he never pursued it um, in any real way. You know, just kind of had fun with it, did portraits of people. And, didn't really develop a style of his own, but he was good at painting, and I would say that um, what I learned most from was watching my dad paint. Like, I love to watch him do stuff. It's interesting is he had this very creative side, yet this very dictator side, and I find I have a very similar thing to this, that I'm very creative also, and on the other side, like, very dictator. somewhat not completely <laughs> because to be a complete gypsy you would have to not have a house yeah really you would say fuck everything you, steal a lot just, shit. you yeah. have to wear like really wear the stinky socks and underwear and i'm hoping to get a gold tooth soon so that will really add to the are you really gonna go go for these days yeah well i'm older I'm which one get, that really i'm probably gonna get this sharp one probably gold uh, you know what fuck it <laughs> Look, and here's the thing is that a lot of people are like dude you know, rappers do that all the time but it's not a grill man I just want one gold tooth and if you yeah. look back to like old gypsy movies and stuff all gypsies just have one gold tooth true you know maybe two or three I mean, but yes you know why the fuck not why the fuck that's what I think yeah. why the fuck not at first Ellie was like you're not getting a gold tooth and I'm like why the fuck not just let me get a gold tooth that's what I want to do I want one gold tooth <laughs> And so I'm still not completely sorry. But I think here's the thing is I don't care if it's funny. That's the point. It's supposed to be funny. Yeah, I want like, it to be funny. It's ironic, right? I it's want like, a gold you're gonna be like smiling at me and I'll walk past you one day and be like, show my gold tooth and be like bing you're like fucker just blinded me. Uh, <laughs> that gold tooth. 
But you'll remember, I had a gold tooth. Yeah, you said you lived in Atlanta for a while, right? I did. That's probably where you got that from. No, you saying. know, I just think gold tooth. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a lot of gold That's tooth. That's what I mean, too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how gypsy it is and how but gypsy it is. But here's the thing. Is, is that they didn't have... It's not sure You're going to get a diamond in it? Just just you're going to get a diamond. See, I'm not taking that that far. And you've got love and hate. No, I'm not taking it that far. Totally will, too. All I want is one gold tooth. What's, I mean, seriously, what's what's so bad about getting a gold tooth? Let's hear that. Let's Nothing hear in general, really. Nothing. So let's hear why one shouldn't get a gold tooth. I just, I'm thinking, maybe, you're right. Nobody, yeah, you, you should totally get a gold tooth. I have no argument Thank against you. it. <laughs> I don't know if you're serious or not. I totally am. I'll take it. I think of myself, I'm like, shit, it really is. I mean, just just fucking get one, now. Yeah. Sure. I'll die with a gold tooth. It's like... Wanted a gold tooth all his life and he got one. It's my philosophy in life, man. I don't give a fuck what you do. Just, <laughs> just, as long as you're not punching somebody in the nose, man. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. Kicking in the balls, though, another thing. Yeah, no kicking in the balls. Yeah. If you want to have gold teeth, go for go it, for man. It. You can have gold finger, man. You can have go one fucking gold finger. <laughs> <laughs> Walk around with a gold finger all day long and your gold tooth. Would be pretty damn sweet. And you point your gold be, tooth with your gold finger. I'd be pretty much gold, you know, Midas there, the king of gold. Like, <laughs> everything I touch turns to gold. If I had a gold finger. Yeah, so we go with a gold tooth with a gypsy logo. You gotta do like two earrings. That would be blue Just to keep it just a was like during the election there was a lot of politics oh, on Facebook. Oh man, that was hard. That's when you learn like who your real <laughs> friends are. <laughs> oh, his mom sorry. unfriended us. We got yeah. unfriended who? by mom. his mom. Your mom? <laughs> My mother-in-law. <laughs> well, mom unfriended we, We're unfriended <laughs> now. <laughs> there was an Ameri- This American Life episode about that. How people, <laughs> people, yeah, like people with family members were splitting over this shit. Like Facebook, co- political Facebook shit. But just politics in general and stuff like that. So it's very divided right now. It's really but, weird. Like, but it like mixes religion with politics with everything. Politics. You know, it's really like we're splitting half here in this country. Half is this and half is that, and yeah. everything is tied in. Whatever you comment on ties in somehow with everything else. Yeah, and what about the whole idea that information is separate now too? Like, there's literally two separate streams of information. With two different sets of facts. There's even more than that. There's probably more. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so it's like, how the fuck can you communicate if nobody can agree on what reality is? And how can you even say what what is reality if if both sides are so determined that their reality is real? Say we don't ever look at Fox News to find out the middle path. For real, only for us. I mean, we watch seriously the Daily Show and the Colbert Report. You get like, (laughs) and and it's funny, but you get the news. What's going on in the news? What's popular? And then you get to like hear commentary about but it. But I also we just stay to, to our but we path. stay to our path. As some yeah. people feel a little more towards the left and some a little more to the right. But where reality is, I think, is a little more in the middle. Is because what you have is you have really, in many ways, like two wings of the same eagle type thing. You know. Well, hey, it's eleven o'clock, guys. I mean, you got this is. It's really a good <laughs> I think that I think that's pretty good, right? I think so. What are you doing? I'm sure we've talked enough. So I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, thanks so much.